Want to help keep the lights on in Anarchy Basement? Then go to PRLfans.com. There you can find links to Patreon, PayPal, our Bitcoin info, and other ways to help support the podcast. Now, enjoy the show. Hello, I'm Matt Bergman, and you are listening to the Punk Rock Libertarians Podcast, episode 298. I'm here tonight with Jared Schneiderman. Hey, guys. And we've got James Babb. Hello. Kyle Wagner. Hey, everybody. And Kelly Diamond. Hey. Hey, um, guys. Yeah. Um, how's, it, how's it going tonight? Um, so I guess number one on the topics is uh, 4th of July. Maybe everybody can like say what you did on your 4th. How about we start with you, Jared? Um, oh, I killed a guy. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in Reno, just to watch him Just die. a regular day for you. <laughs> just yeah. a regular standard Saturday. No, I just went to a little uh, a little get-together, a little barbecue with some friends. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, Kyle, did you do anything fun? Oh, yeah. I, uh, you know, my friends um, have kind of split along kind of, I'll say, a little bit left and right lines. So I have a, a, a group that is uh, – they won't leave the house like they won't they're very much in the quarantine mode and then another group that's sort of like you know let's just have at it you know, it's yeah, so um <laughs> it's actually causing a little bit of a division because the quarantine friends um saw some pictures from the cookout i was at and uh-huh. were like oh i guess it's a private party you know where's our invite and then my friend who hosted it was like, I knew you guys wouldn't come out because you're not coming out for anything. So, you know, don't be salty. And uh, they're just bickering back and forth um, a little bit. But, uh, yeah, it, it was fun. It was a backyard cookout. And they had bought, I guess, fireworks from Walmart. Um, I say fireworks. They were bottle rockets, uh, some ground sparkling things. And then we had smart sparklers, and I lit off a couple snakes, so that was cool. Were there any other special traditions that that your religion follows <laughs> on, on this holiday? For status? oh yeah, I man, there's a lot to talk about with this. So they did flyovers of uh, the military did flyovers of the jets. So like there was a uh, like four waves of um, fighter jets. One of them had like a stealth bomber in the middle. It was this giant formation with a stealth Jesus. bomber in the middle. I did think you get a boner? Did, you, uh, did, you, did your heart like swoon with pride or was it horrifying? <laughs> no. Um, you know, I, I, it's, I got a lot to say on it. Um, you know, like, I, I just, yeah, I like to be positive. Uh, my friend showed me a text message from his cousin and it said, I just want to let everybody know, you know, I'm not celebrating 4th of July this year because of all the uh, problems and the racism and the injustice in our country. And I just don't think it's appropriate to celebrate 4th of July. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, uh, you know, this problems not exist last year when he celebrated. (laughs) I know. Right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But, uh, I know there's, (laughs) it's sort of a glass half empty glass, half full approach that you can take toward it. And I just like to, you know, be positive and have fun with my friends and, and not shit on the traditions and fireworks and all that. I'm, I'm not as patriotic, I think, as everybody else is, you know, I, I don't really go, um, 
I don't have any flags or anything like that. But Did, yeah, I'll drink a beer with friends. I have many flags. <laughs> you don't have any uh, Kyle, American Kyle, flag Kyle, garments? Kyle, no. do you have like a mason jar filled with patriotic semen? <laughs> no. Ooh. George no, Washington. Something like that. <laughs> you know, we talked about this last week on the show, how like the, the history of the country, yeah, it has a lot of black marks. You know, we had slavery and uh, we had um, the Civil War and we've had the civil rights uh, or I guess opposition to civil rights. Um, you know, there's just, oh, and the, the treatment of the Indians and, and all this stuff and uh, Vietnam. You know, we've, we've done a lot of bad things, but you know, you could also look at the bright side, right? You know, a lot of things have been good and, you know, we've come a long way and, and made improvements. We abolished slavery, you know, isn't that worth celebrating a little bit, you know? So like you can take it as a positive or as a negative. Well, yeah. Um, and like, it, isn't it, isn't anybody else worried about like, it seems to me like right now there's a bunch of leftists, right? And it's like, they're, they're trying to like cancel like all American culture saying like nothing's worth celebrating you know, so let's just throw it all away and just go full on Marxist. It's like, you know, that's their selling point, it seems. But sort of like the, the American Revolution was sort of a, an early, you know, uh, all cops are bastards campaign. Right, right? exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, this, dude, treason I, is the reason for the season. It's like, I, seriously, I, that's, I mean, that's the real I mean, sad like, part for that, these statists, isn't well, it? Because well, they're well, busy dude, waving that's what, their flags. Isn't that what us as libertarians should be saying on the 4th of July? Like, I mean, I like to say, you know, I like to say shit like that to my dad, you know, who's well, we like, call it, uber my patriotic call it and overthrow shit. the government day. Right. You know, I, I like, to, I just call it treason day, you know, revolution day or something. Well, I support the principle of, uh, of secession. And I mean, I do think that the colonies had a right to secede from England and that England should have respected that and, and let them go. Although I have do, seen, do people I say, have a right to secede from the crown? No, um, oh, because it, it's <laughs> yeah. not an individual, right? It's a, uh, it's like a political jurisdiction, right? right? Yeah, you, you. If you had enough people um, to form a country and you guys voted for it, then you could, you know, vote and and take some of the land and. and oh, you're only way. saying this because Larkin Rose isn't here to t to uh, tell you to go fuck yourself. It Aww. just doesn't. It just doesn't work for an individual <laughs> to secede, right? You could be like, yeah, I'm going to secede, and then I, and then what's I'm not that, subject the to the laws of when this, it's, What's the critical country. number I need? What's that? <laughs> What's the critical number I need on my compound to justify secession in your eyes? Um, it's hard to put a number on it. Uh, I'll give you like uh, maybe like, uh, I don't know, 600,000, something like that. What? All right. Let's, Did, let's assume Kyle, there's, what if there's less people in Baltimore. Kyle, what if we're all on me, Baltimore and Kansas City? We've got that many people 000. listening to this podcast right now. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. <laughs> we can exactly. all secede right now. That's right. You, you need, I mean, you, you know. Do they have and, to be in the same geographical area or could we yeah, use first? Yeah, you need, you need to be big enough to be a country. And uh, you're going to need a military because, you know, in case the government doesn't let you go. And you're, in case you're the U.S. Need, tries to send us aid, you mean? Yeah, it's a, big, it's a big thing. And I've thought about it. And I do think something the size of like a county could possibly secede and form a, a country. Um, so like you I support these like Texas secession uh movements and all that kind of stuff i think they want the whole state to secede and I, I don't necessarily support them i don't really know what if the county only had five hundred thousand people in it would you support the secession 
below the limit. I don't know logical position you got, Kyle. I love it. It's like, you know, it's like really, I can tell you really put a lot of thought into exactly how many people constitutes a legit country and how many is just a, a bunch of thugs trying to not get ruled. Yeah. Well, I was trying to, I was trying to think about it and um, just trying to think how, how big of a, a country, how many people you would need to have even a micro state, a functioning micro state. Why not one? Because then that guy wouldn't have to follow any laws. That, that doesn't even make any sense, you know. Like, so, <laughs> you, 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 you yourself, like, you need, you need to be big enough to be a country. Yeah, but when you leave your country, you're still subjected to other people's laws. It would only be in my personal kingdom that my that my laws would be relevant anyway. Anything yeah. wrong with that? I mean, I guess it really depends on what you do in your kingdom, right? Like that episode of Family like Guy where Peter people, starts you know, his like own shoot country. Shoot the filthy status that want to get in, you know? Yeah, no, it's uh, it just doesn't. This whole like sovereign individual thing doesn't work. But we're really getting off topic from Fourth right, of July, back to 4th guys. Of July. You know? Um, <laughs> okay, who, who are we on next? Uh, who wants to go next? Tell us about your Fourth of July. Kelly, I guess. Yeah, uh, Kelly was up next. What? I don't even know. I I trolled my little uh. <laughs> my community group on facebook oh let me guess oh, let wow. me guess they were complaining about fireworks i bet you they were easily triggered oh you know they were just like my pearls where are my pearls <laughs> what did you say what did you say who who's setting off these illegal fireworks in our area and i'm like so of course i chime in and i'm like the irony of you saying illegal fireworks on Independence Day, I'm like hashtag land of the free. She goes, <laughs> and she goes, they're free to you know to get a permit and like <laughs> wherever you know wherever they you know wherever it's safe. And I said, and she's, I just don't want them burning my house down. And I said, well, <laughs> I said, would it be would you find more solace in them burning your house down by indiscriminately throwing a cigarette butt out the window because that happens and it's like you know i mean i literally got evacuated in texas because somebody pulled that somebody flicked a, a, a cigarette butt out of their truck it lit this entire you know master plan community on fire oh, we got geez. evacuated yeah it was that bad and i'm like so of all the things that that, that could actually cause something i was like that that's enough you know and i'm like irresponsible as it was and yes it's illegal he still did it and then you know it ended up uh, causing that but I, was, I said i said i'm just not i said it just seems so arbitrary that you would be upset about that but you're totally fine with us all having propane tanks <laughs> you know, we're sitting here with these big ass fucking commercial sized propane tanks on our property I'm like you don't have a problem with that you don't have a problem with us barbecuing outside that's cool. You don't mind us parking in brush that could easily cause you know fire. That's that's okay. But somebody sets off a sparkler in their in their little like you know um, what are those things called in the set, like the fire pit? You know somebody sets off a fucking sparkler in a fire pit and, and this is gonna set you off. And mm. you know and, and I said I still think I said I still think the irony is enough to choke a donkey. I mean come on, it's it's pretty bad when you're complaining, you know, when you're talking about permits on Independence Day, right? I mean, I said, you, you do yeah. see the problem, right? And she's like, all I know is, is I just want it to be peaceful. And I, I said, well, I said, buy more land. <laughs> Create a bigger buffer between you and everybody else and you'll have it. Rockets, like, red glare, bitch. That shit's yeah. blowing up, okay? <laughs> okay, so, so James Babb, James Babb, how did you celebrate Treason Day? 
well, uh, it's not treason for me because I never swore allegiance to that king. Um, but uh, re- recognizing, I guess, people like George Washington, they were treasonous, right? Because uh, he had killed a bunch of people for the crown before he decided to kill a bunch of people for the revolution. So um, I'm on vacation and I asked the kids if they wanted to go see some fireworks. They're like, eh. And I was like, eh, I don't really care either. So we just skipped it. Um, but uh, yeah, pretty low key. But, you know, we, you know, we just, we, you know, discuss the uh, the history of those cop killers uh, back in the day. <laughs> so, uh, That's cool. yeah, the, the spirit of the holiday is not lost on them, but, uh, you know, we, we have pretty low regard for flaggetry. So <laughs> it's really just more of a, mo- a season of mockery in my family. That's awesome. Well, well, as far as uh, myself goes, like uh, the street that I live on, like half the reason why I moved here is because uh, a good friend of mine lives like four houses down the street. And uh, probably for the past like 15 years, like I've been going over his house on 4th of July anyways, and just like waiting off fireworks and stuff, you know? So then, uh, but last night, um, like I went down and my wife brought my daughter down and uh, she got to see her sort of her first little fireworks show, and like ordinarily, the the city of Catonsville, where I live, or the, or the it's you know uh, it's like a town in Baltimore County. Um, ordinarily, we have a pretty rad like public fireworks display, right? But uh, this year they canceled that. But uh, they're just uh, for the past couple of months, like it seems like every night there are like uh, fire fireworks going off, right? And it's it's all stuff that's like illegal in Maryland that our people are bringing in from Pennsylvania for the most part, and I think it's pretty awesome. You know, like I love it, um, just because like every time I hear it, it, it's like I know that this shit's illegal, and it's it, to me it's like it's like a big fuck you to the state. You know that people are doing it every night, and I also like that it pisses off the Karens because fuck them anyways. So, <laughs> so um, anyways, like me and Ned were just like you know, like just like really going to town, like lighting off fireworks for like an hour straight. And then uh, like halfway down the block, there were some other people setting them off. So like literally we could see theirs and we could see ours. And uh, it was just awesome, man. It was like maybe my favorite 4th of July ever. I don't know. It was really cool. Nice. I heard there's more illegal fireworks this, this year than ever before. So I would believe it. Yeah. Yeah. There was a video of uh, of a flyover over California and it was just, I, I don't know what cities they were over, but it was just crazy looking because it was just like a helicopter flying over and there's just like every block, there's like a different firework show going off and they're obviously all legal. Um, so well, some, awesome some of those could have been Black Lives Matter protests. So, I mean, they could have been whatever, but uh, <laughs> either way, they're against the law, which is cool. Some kind of mayhem's going on and <laughs> yeah. shit's burning. That's all yeah. we know for sure. That's fine by me. My friend yeah. was really disappointed he didn't get bigger fireworks. He was like, this is never going to mm. happen again. Next year, you know, we're going to prepare. He's like, I'm going up to the Pennsylvania tomorrow to, <laughs> to buy them up. You know, I guess they're, they're discounted after the 4th. But oh, yeah, right. um, we've been getting, like, advertisements from the Sky King up in PA, like, nonstop <laughs> on the radio. Sky King. Yeah, and I, I heard, like, there were line, the line to get in was, like, four hours long to, like, to try to get in there and get uh, fireworks yesterday, so. Well, yeah, I can only imagine, because, like, normally, like, me and my buddy Ned, like, my neighbor, like, we uh, normally, like, every year, we drive, like, an hour away to Pennsylvania to buy fireworks, right? 
and we go to like one of these fireworks stores and it's like crazy packed inside. And I would imagine right now with COVID, they probably have like limits to like, you know, 10 or 20 people inside the store at one time. So yeah, there's probably like a huge line out front, I, I would think. Where'd you, did he get them this year? Like, where'd you get them? Um, actually, well, yeah, I actually, I, I did not go to Pennsylvania this year. Um, actually right now I still have a bunch of stuff left over and my dad actually purchased like, uh, I think he, he purchased some like huge bundle of fireworks at Sam's club and it's, it's all Maryland legal stuff. So th- it doesn't shoot up in the air, but it's pretty impressive stuff. It basically, you light it on the ground, right? And it, it like kind of like gives you like a spark show that goes about like 15 feet high or something. Right. So you, know, you can, you can take those apart and, and, and make your own explosives with them. Like, like that's what I mean. <laughs> you can As a bomb kid, your I, own I buildings with board. so <laughs> like we would like you like, got the fucking like, you got the fucking unibabber here <laughs> the unibabber. like empty the gunpowder out of like a whole string of black cats and like put them in like one bottle with a fuse you know like just <laughs> just, just to be dipshits you know do you have yeah, any so, injuries or well we used to take like a, we used to take like a thousand out. sparklers and tie them all up like like thousands of them like so it would maybe like a diameter of like five feet and then light that shit up it's just a fucking inferno that goes up like 30 feet (laughs) brighter than the sun yeah Yeah. it's fucking crazy oh man yeah like i'm pretty sure like when i was a kid i think all the shit that was illegal in maryland was basically like sparklers and uh those uh black cats or whatever right i saw this video i think it was sorry yeah the the poppers and and then they had the, the snakes as well Right. Have you ever seen this video? I think it's from India where they have this this giant like wheel that once they fire up the the rockets, it starts spinning mm-hmm. and it actually lifts it up into the air. This giant contraption that's like powered by like fireworks. Have you ever seen this thing? It's insane. That's Yo, awesome. Uh, highly festive, but uh, d- definitely reckless. Yeah, it's always a little bit dangerous, isn't it, right? It's always a little bit like, I mean, we had some loose bottle rockets, you know, just kind of go in the wrong direction yesterday, and one guy's almost got a hole burned in his shirt. Have you ever been in a Roman candle fight? I have not, no, but I I hear good things. Oh, yeah, I used to do that all the time, actually. (laughs) Yeah, I think think we were talking about this a little last week. Candle fights in the snow. Oh, in the snow. Yeah, I got a few of those. Those are pretty awesome. We were playing uh, last year. We were playing Roman Candle baseball. That was kind of huh, fun. How, how did you? you uh, I hope you wear safety goggles. Yeah, yeah. We had <laughs> someone had like a helmet, so we put that on, and then we were shooting fireworks at each other and trying to hit them, which was like nearly impossible because they traveled. I can like, just see like if you connected though, that could just spray flaming magnesium and all over direction. everybody. Yeah, That'd be so cool. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think one person made contact, but anyways, <laughs> yeah. I'm glad so, to see that everyone's you know really uh, feeling the spirit of the season. Yep. Well, yeah, it's yeah. the most patriotic see- uh, holiday, right? Yeah, I think it's it basically is. just cover to blow shit up. I think that's really where it comes down to for a lot of blow people. shit up, like, barbecue. barbecue. Yeah, if you're lucky enough to have a friend with a pool. Oh, it, it was pretty funny though, um, dude. Like uh, Jared knows this guy. I don't want to say his name on the podcast, but um, he posted something yesterday. Like, I'm celebrating Fourth of July, and I don't give a flying fuck about your protest. And uh, I commented, 
But all countries matter, Jim. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, Americans, Americans and other people, other countrymen kill Americans. You know, you should clean your own house. Yeah. So, like, like I, I told him, I, I told him, I told him, but all countries matter because this is the guy who would, if, if somebody says Black Lives Matter, he's going to say All Lives Matter. <laughs> all countries matter. <laughs> And then he didn't get it. He was like, today is America's day. It's like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Yep. It really sounds like a white pride slogan though, doesn't it? Like finally America's going to get recognized, you know, <laughs> <laughs> finally, you know, finally America's going to be important in the world. I, I think other countries, they all have sort of an independence day, right? But they're not all based on revolution. Some of them just seceded from England. Right. <laughs> right. Some of them were just like, "We're done here." And, yeah, England was like, "Okay, you can have it. Good luck. You know, we're out." Like, yeah, we really couldn't <laughs> afford fine. to keep you anyway. We're really glad you can live on your own. You know, good luck. Literally, every country has like a Christmas. Well, Christmas. I guess some might, maybe you just have like a founder's day. Ours is the best. <laughs> you know, um, Newfoundland. Um, they they left and they fell under hard times and they're like, can we come back? <laughs> <laughs> didn't like didn't like Quebec want to like rejoin France or secede from probably Canada at one point like ninety five, like France oh, wow. is like, no. <laughs> they said no. I didn't know they wanted to join France. I knew they wanted to secede, but yeah, they I wanted really France know. to take them. So I was like, yeah, no. France has enough thing, you know, people to worry about. Yeah, like a bunch of Quebecers <laughs> like talking wonky French. <laughs> All right, so okay, I want to go down to like topic three now, and we'll come back around to topic two. But uh, so Kanye West has just announced that he's going to run for president, and Elon Musk has uh, endorsed him. This is the golden age. <laughs> I mean, what is this? this what does this it, mean? Man. What does this mean? And it, it's like, <laughs> well, isn't he? And he's running with, with his own party, right? He's running with the Yeezy party. The what? The Yeezy party? No, really? That's, that's I, I think that's what I saw. I mean, he's not running as a Democrat. I don't think. Is he fundraising with too late to run as a Democrat? Is he fundraising with the Coinye coin? Yeah, maybe. Remember that? that? Has anybody yeah. checked out his platform? Does he have a platform? Oh, don't spoil it for me with a platform. Let's just say for the moment. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. What, it, I am interested in, in his platform, but okay. Well, my his, question first is, of all, let's, let's just savor the moment that we've got a, right, an, so, an international pop star declaring his run for presidency endorsed by like the, the like the, the, the Mr. Tesla, SpaceX, um, you know, global satellite network, you know, like basically Iron Man, right? Like, um, less, you know, uh, Stark, right? So we got right. Stark teamed up with a media guy and they've announced it on Twitter. Like, right. So his tweet says, we must now realize the promise of America by trusting God, unifying our vision and building our future. I am running for president of the United States. Um, but according to this announced this today or yesterday, I think it was yesterday. Um, I think he's promising free, 
fish sticks for everyone. <laughs> Free fish. <laughs> but uh, he does not appear to have registered his name with the FEC for November's election. The closest name the FEC <laughs> database shows is a candidate called Kanye D's Nuts West. <laughs> Dude, this, isn't a BB, this isn't a BBC article that I'm reading. Who filed their papers with the Green Party in 2015 under the address... <laughs> 1977 Gold Digger Avenue, Sweet Jesus. <laughs> it appears to have raised no money. Uh, I am seriously impressed with that effort. There was a 16-year-old who, there had to have been, like, there was a kid who actually ran as these nuts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was back in 2016, I think. Yeah. No, it was that like actually, the... That happened. And that was like, his party was like the 420 <laughs> Blaze It party or something like that. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> This is so, good stuff. Okay, so so my question is, who do you think Kanye West hurts more? Joe Biden or Donald Trump? Vermin Supreme. Probably, <laughs> probably <laughs> Joe Biden, I would think. I would think that he would uh attract some black votes away from Biden, you know? Yeah. I don't see a lot of right wingers leaving Trump to vote for Kanye West. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was a big, you know, allegedly a big Trump supporter. Yeah, yeah I, so, I, this whole thing comes across as a joke is, to me. What, uh, yeah. what has the Kardashian said about this? She, yeah, so, she has so endorsed him. What if this is all like Trump, like 4D chess? Like he, he like oh. he up to one to to running to like split the Democratic vote. <laughs> it could be, man. Like what? Like what Ross Perot did or something? He was kind of like that. He was just trying to get votes away from Bush Senior. He didn't really care to win or anything. So maybe that's his thing. Is he's like not in it to win it. He's in it to just fuck with it a little bit. <laughs> I, can almost, I can respect that more than someone actually thinks they can win. Like to just like go in and disrupt their stupid game. At least is something. Yeah. You end up you end up tilting it in favor of one or the other. You know, you end up right. splitting one of their votes, and then it makes it easier for the other one. If you're a, if you make an impact as a third party. Or a you know independent candidate, which is really really hard to make an impact, you know. Although what did, what did Gary get? Gary got like three percent. That's that's substantial in now, a close but election. But you know what? Though Kanye is like internationally, you know, mega famous. So it doesn't translate to votes. You can't, you can't vote if you're not know. in this nation. He's not going to be on the ballot. He's going to be a write writing candidate because his party's not going to have ballot access anywhere. Why so, do you assume that? I just that's how it works. You gotta you have to be a recognized political party to get on there. Yeah, like uh I kinda feel I like mean, the libertarian of, party is barely gonna be on the ballot. So. <laughs> we're not we're not gonna be on in Maryland, you know. Yeah, no, I know we are. We are. There's we, there's other situations oh, where because of the virus all the all the pamphleting requirements are getting getting waived. Yeah. Oh wow. So there's an opportunity there. Yeah, they didn't completely get Get some, get some, uh, get fast tracked into ballot access. At least in some states, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing. I don't really know how it's playing out, but that's what the Libertarian Party's hoping for, at least, yeah. and in working in various courtrooms to to make sure it happens. Yeah, in Maryland, they didn't, they didn't waive it entirely, but they, I think they cut it in half or or severely decreased the amount of signatures that you had to get. So it sounds like they're going to be able to hit it. Wow, that's that's news to me. I didn't know that. Yeah, so, and it's good news for the Easy Party too. So, <laughs> <laughs> just gotta get out there petitioning you know, for Easy. 
<laughs> I think I think a Twitter-based Kanye presidential campaign really doesn't need ballot access because it's in here, right? <laughs> it's, it's it's in it's, here, it's, James. It's, it's, it's in, in the soul. Hearts. It's in our in minds. It's in our heads. <laughs> like it's a, it's gonna be it's gonna be like a um like a rebel flag. Okay, so <laughs> like a rebel flag. So it's gonna get banned everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> he, he needs to get a website up and running. He needs to get merch out, right? You know, you got to have your Kanye twenty twenty shirt. I mean, he's got his own uh, Gap line now, so I'm sure he could pump some merch, some campaign merchandise through there, right? <laughs> this whole thing sounds like it isn't really well thought out or well prepared, but you know, hey, That's maybe we'll I throw love it, it together. <laughs> I think it's just another PR stunt. I He's pretty be good at him. Well, I'm I'm guessing that Vermin Supreme inspired him, right? <laughs> it could be. I mean, could be. How, uh, how could you not see Vermin's campaign and and not just uh, see see what the possibilities are? So, <laughs> well, I mean, he also might be inspired by uh, by Trump. I mean, he's more famous than Trump. You know, well, not now, but like before Trump was president, he was probably a little bit more famous than Trump. They could be is argued. Still, is he still married to the Kardashian yeah. woman? Yeah. I mean, the guy's, the guy's profile is just huge. So, I mean, if you can win just basically being famous like Trump, then why not try it out? He's, he's way more famous than Trump ever was as a celebrity. So, Right. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah. yeah. Celebrity, you know, let's, ha- let's, ha- let's have a battle of celebrities. What other celebrities can we get in on this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm afraid. If you could, if you could bring in like, if you could like summon one more celebrity into the race, who would it be? Hmm. For maximum lulls. For maximum lulls. Go with Damn. Taylor Swift, maybe. I don't know. Hmm. She's not funny. And <laughs> uh, no. Dark Spears. <laughs> yeah, Carrot Dark Stanhope. Top. Carrot Top. <laughs> Carrot Top. Is he a celebrity? I mean, does he count? <laughs> You know who he is, don't you? Yeah, true. Maybe Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel. Um, that guy. You know that I was watching this video. That guy from American History X, the big guy. Remember him? Yeah, Ethan Suppley. Yeah, he is like he is ripped now. That guy. Yeah, he's lost, lost like a whole bunch of weight. A hundred pounds, and he's all muscle. I, I I was like, I watched this whole video and didn't and really didn't recognize him. I'm like, I think that's the guy from American History X, and. He was also in, um, you know, remember the Titans. Yeah, remember the Titans, or um, yeah, was he, in, was he in Varsity Blues, or was that a different guy? Might have been a different guy, but um, yeah. And then my name is Earl. So anyway, right. yeah, I mean, really famous guy. And I'm just how many I'm gigs has he lost though by getting in shape? How many what gigs? How many gigs? I don't know. That's a because he kind of always played that. like the fat, the fat guy, right? Yeah, yeah. that's his. That's his niche. So I don't yeah. know. But, well, uh, I was like uh, Melissa McCarthy and Jonah Hill too. They lost all their weight. And now yeah, then oh, yeah, I can't be cast in that part anymore. That's right. I heard him on. Um, he was on uh, Michael Mouse's podcast. Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. No, 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 no. Ethan Suppley. Oh, oh cool. Yeah. Yeah, I heard Chris Kofer said that he he donated a hundred dollars to the making of um, that movie that they did. Yeah, I think he's uh he's a libertarian guy. Wow. Small world. Who is? Ethan Suppley. Really? Wow. I mean, yeah, he was on like Mouse's show. Um I don't know if he's like, you know, a principled like voluntarist, but <laughs> if he donated uh, I, I to the monopoly he, of violence, he might be. 
He might be, actually, yeah. That's true. That's pretty dope. But anyways, all right. Um, yeah, so I think next we're going to head back to uh, Epstein's girl got uh, caught. You know, she was she was picked up in New Hampshire. Her name is Ghislaine Maxwell. And uh, so this lady, she's like uh, 58 years old, I think. And she ran with Epstein for years, and she apparently procured a bunch of like underage women for Epstein to sleep with, right? And like traffic, right? Yeah, like uh, just all sorts of shady stuff. And uh, apparently, they they picked her up in New Hampshire. So, how it's, long do you think she's got? Well, right, Hillary gets her, <laughs> or before she dies of COVID nineteen. Yeah, I heard she's licensed to drive a submarine. Is that is that possible? <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, what? No, seriously. Somebody said the Epstein's Island had a secret I, I, submarine entrance for this, like super elite pedophiles. I'm gonna, and... I'm gonna, I'm gonna defer to Kyle Wagner though, because like he knows so all about blue job licenses. So, yeah, Kyle, if, isn't if something's getting licensed, somewhere? Kyle knows about it. This is like it sounds like a pirate, like a pirate island with their submarine, or like a James Bond villain where you come in through the secret tunnel and bring exactly, all the underage exactly. girls well, I think in. That's the level of villainy we're talking about here. They got a special island and shit, and you know, yeah, slavery. she's definitely going to kill herself any day now, right? You know, sounds like she's got all the docks. Now and, it uh, goes full circle though, because of course, who's posed with her but Elon Musk, who earlier endorsed Kanye. Okay, so wait, wait. This you is said, a you said Musk. Elon Musk is in a picture with her, which, like, just because you're in a picture with somebody doesn't mean you endorse everything they've ever done or are aware oh, of yeah, everything. Exactly. Exactly. Part of, it doesn't yeah, mean you're part right. of their pedophilia ring, right? Like, yeah, and their sexual blackmail uh, of of political power ring. However, it just means though that well, there's questions there. Like, what there are there? questions? There's yeah. certainly a question as to you know what are you doing at this party, but. You know, rich people are always going to be people at that level of society are going to always probably wind up at the same parties every so often. You know, whether they're all participating in horrible things like that is is another question. I don't think they all are. Um, But uh, I think we can all just hope to rise to the level where like people are getting embarrassed by all the photos that we took with them. Hopefully for hilarious like reasons. getting called out like, oh, I can't believe you took a picture with... Oh, you, you look, that's you and Jared <laughs> Schneiderman. No. Like, yeah. better explain that. Like, you know. I was watching some of the Epstein uh, Netflix thing, and, you know, he he was definitely a pedophile. Like, they were recruiting girl young girls in, uh, I think it was Florida, to, like, go to his mansion and give them massages. And, um, I mean, they were high school girls, you know. But it was like a word of mouth thing. You know, they were like, the one girl was like, hey, you know, I, you, if you want to make some extra money, you know, I know this like uh, rich guy where you can like give him a massage. And, like yeah. they brought her and like that's exactly what it was. She was like, I never felt more disgusted in my entire life. Yeah, it's um, like Epstein found this this very poor chick and uh, he was like, I'll give you $200 for every girl that you get over here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, that's what I heard. I heard there was some sort of that. There was also that network. It wasn't just Gizelle. What's I mean, and that, just, that, that, part is, that part is so horrible. But wasn't this just a means to cr- put these people into blackmail situations, right? Where 
Then they would debrief the girls and then come up with files on the, on the powerful people that were having sex with these children, right? And then pressuring them into, you know, wars, um, who knows what. Yeah, I think that was like a side benefit for for him, right? Because he he was definitely into it himself, but then also like, all right, I can hook all my my uh, powerful pedophile friends up, and then you know have a camera behind the fucking painting in the corner, and then now I got some blackmail material. Yeah, where's that? Where's that fucking material though? It's so weird to me. I just I don't understand the whole pedophilia buddies pedophilia bros kind of thing like it's, it's more of a i don't know it's like a really that, fucked up version of mario bros it, you know i i think it's i mean maybe it's not as rare as i think it is but it's like a rare perversion i consider it a rare perversion and i just don't see how you could get that many buddies that are like into it like I don't well know. i mean there are varying levels right it's not just the sex part it's the money part it's the power part. It's the, there's, there's several aspects there. I mean, there were, there were rings of cops busted for, um, you know, for, for engaging and, and building these, these, uh, sex rings. Uh, not, I don't know if they were at all in conjunction with Epstein, but there were definitely, you know, trafficking young girls into prostitution and, you know, and there was all, and they were busted. I think it was, it was Florida. It could be. I could be wrong. But it was definitely there was a there was a bust of them, and then there were doctors involved, and they were. I mean, and they found some CPS agents involved, and it's like, wow. well, it does happen because it can, right? Because I mean, well, I think especially in government, because if you're if you're a, like a super rich guy, right, and you want to get your congressman in there, right, you're going to fund yeah. him, but you need it. You need it. You need some strings. You need a you need a file to control them. You don't want to, You're not going to elevate someone to power that that you can't control. Right. So the people, if you if you're capable of being being blackmailed, that makes you a great candidate for Congress or for the presidency or Supreme Court or whatever. So naturally, we end up seeing all these powerful people, you know, like in the scandal. Well, they they you know like why didn't Ron Paul get anywhere? You know, because he didn't he didn't go to Epstein's Island. Right. So he was always sidelined. But, um, <laughs> you know, you can see you can see who's not part of their little club. Like, I don't think AOC like is 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 part of that circle or uh, every once in a while, you know, one goes through. You can you know, they're they're quickly sidelined. Yeah. It looks like every state has like a huge bust. Ohio had a hundred, including doctors. Uh, Two hundred and seventy-seven arrested in Florida. I think that's the one I heard about. New Jersey, twenty-four arrested. It's, I mean, in, you know, including cops and and doctors. Mm. Is it's, this a new? Is this related to to Maxwell? No, I don't think so. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure she'll connect the dots better than anybody. But, I mean, the. I, you know, I have to wonder how rare it is, you know, is it rare because we don't hear about it or is it rare because it rare, you know, it actually rarely right. happens. Maybe, well, maybe know? these guys are turning on each other now. Maybe they're all, you know, possible. I don't know. I mean, I don't think they all necessarily need to be related. I mean, these, right. these they traits exist. Yeah. Well, yeah. And to, yeah. to answer Kyle's question, I mean, I don't think it's, you know, if you have out of a population of, you know, 
let's say in a city like a million or something, and you have 200 people that are into this sort of thing, they're probably going to be able to find each other and then, you know, work together to pull off their, their, their ring or whatever. It doesn't mean that like, it just happened to be 200, you know, you know, 10 friends that decide they just wanted to start getting into this shit. (laughs) You know, it's like, these people just network and find each other. Right. And half of them are cops. Right. Well, right. So they're already, they're already networked. They're already a part of a, an organization. Like even as part of official duties, like when they're fighting, you know, trafficking, we, you know, the police do stuff like, like they sting in operations. Pennsylvania, they they actually lured a pedophile a pedophile in from Florida. They like baited him, like pretending to be we're gonna you're gonna meet this you know this underage person. They set up a, a fake meeting, right, and brought this guy all the way from Florida into Pennsylvania so that so they could arrest him. However. Like they could have just left him in Florida, right? Like you—they're actually importing pedophiles into Pennsylvania. You know, like maybe that's not the best thing for Pennsylvanians. I mean, so now he's like a a, a registered sex offender in Pennsylvania. I don't remember how how the the case played out, but like, mm-hmm. what if they didn't get him? Like, what if he decided, like, you know, you know what? I'll just go, uh, you know, steal this other kid. Like, I just go to McDonald's. <laughs> Get a happy meal. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Maybe you saw Chris, uh, whatever his name is, <laughs> in the uh, what's his name, Chris uh, Wallace or oh. Matthews? Or? Uh, no, no, no. The guy that does the uh, to catch a predator. Yeah, yeah. It's and it like Chris Hansen. Yeah. Chris Maybe you saw okay, Chris Hansen driving by and was like, "Oh fuck." Yeah, <laughs> well, that guy's probably a hundred times more effective than like the Pennsylvania State Police. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, that was a crazy show. I the police have done stuff where they take over like child porn servers and like run them for a yeah. long time. Like, yeah, yeah, for like a long time. In like, seven years, we're trying to we're trying to bust these guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We don't look at anything on there. Understand, obviously. <laughs> like, have you guys ever seen that YouTube channel? They're called uh, Cartnarks. Cartnarks. Yeah. So, so this guy goes around to uh, parking lots, right? And he like catches people like just putting shopping carts like in any old random parking spot. Oh, and that's then he, funny. Yeah, and he starts like just calling them out on camera, making them look like a total piece of shit. And there'd be like, you know, like a hundred thousand views. And then, uh, yeah, and he puts like magnets on their cars, <laughs> you know, like you know, like to shame them. Yeah, it's pretty hilarious. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. <clears throat> so okay, now I guess I guess we're at a Baltimore Columbus statue. So what's what's the deal here, Jared? A uh, so a Columbus statue in Baltimore was what thrown into the sea or like what what happened <laughs> to the sea? No, it was yeah, it was thrown into the harbor, which is kind of hilarious because the harbor the is melt, like wait, what's the melt value of that statue? Right, uh, I don't know what it was made out of. If I, I don't know, what if it was? I mean, that could have been like bronze or something. Like I don't think melt. it now. Now it was like it it looked like some sort of like concrete or or, or like. Some sort of white material. It wasn't like so, bronze or metal. So, like, like, did you know if it's still in the harbor or have they pulled it out or have you heard anything? Um, I, I have not. Um, 
I mean, the harbor's pretty deep. I don't know if they would go through all the trouble of pulling it out. <laughs> they might just I think let it, it should be there. like it should be like a place that scuba divers go to to like visit this this this, this site. Like it's of like the, a of fucking the, Titanic the statue. Yeah, right. Yeah. I don't think anybody scuba dives out there. Yeah, that's pretty dangerous. Baltimore <laughs> Harbor. So our yeah. harbor that's is fairly pretty polluted. nasty. Yeah. yeah. You're not Although they are saying they are saying it's getting close to a point where you can actually swim in it. Oh, nice. Because they've had some. Uh, some uh-huh. some tech that's been able to clean it out pretty good. You got the trash wheel. That it was pulls closer the to the point out. where you could just walk across it. <laughs> yeah, right. Basically, you could basically just be Jesus on there. Did they, did they have some? Yeah, they had some kind of like trash harvester. What, what yeah. the hell was that thing? It's a did giant wheel. That, it's a giant wheel that basically I don't know all the mechanics, but it's a giant wheel that spins and like sucks the trash out of the harbor and then puts it into a fucking dumpster. But apparently, it's, it's done a, a great job. There's um, three of them. There's, yeah, there's three of them. Have they tried just not throwing garbage in the harbor? No. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no. Well, it's not even that it all gets thrown directly into the harbor, but it's like all the people like to throw their trash outside out, out of their windows and shit. It all just ends up in the storm drains, storm, storm drains, which then end up in the harbor. So it's unfortunate. Just maybe suggest, every, you know what? If you can order everybody to wear a goddamn mask, can you just order them to stop throwing their garbage out the window? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you would right. think you would think people would have more pride, but that's what happens when you don't have to pay for your housing. So, <laughs> yeah. So, hey, uh, what's this about a uh, Trump did a thing at Mount Rushmore, and uh, so what was this about Trump about? <laughs> what was this about Trump about <laughs> Rushmore? So, like, what? But okay. So, my question first is like, does anybody Sorry. know why he's deliberately, deliberately set doing these rallies in the most controversial places, in like on the most controversial days? Like, he did like a thing at Tulsa on the day that like of the of the of the you know like the anniversary of the riots or on June on Juneteenth or something. And it's like, you know, of a, of, a, of Black Wall Street getting burned and everything. And he's doing his rallies there. Then that, now he's going to, to Mount Rushmore. It's like. He's just trying to get media coverage. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I assume I, like, you know, I think he's trying to trigger the libtards. I mean, yeah. I don't think there's his philosophy or strategies any deeper than this will really piss him off. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I probably that's it. I don't know. Well, Mount Rushmore, he's appealing to his nationalist base, you know, on 4th of July. It, it's uh, I just see it as nationalism. And, um, you know, he's very pro-America and, and, and that can be a successful strategy in an election. Um, you know, you're like, hey, I love the country. These guys hate the country. Right. You know? Associating in himself with previous tyrants elevates his own power. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, it's, other people, they see him as, uh, you know national heroes national figures they don't they don't see him as tyrants so i mean that's that's his, you have to look at who he's appealing to he's not appealing to james babs but that motivates his base they want to have like this strong man who's gonna yeah. who's gonna put down the rebellion and he's gonna bring order and yeah. th- these are what these authoritarian figures do up on that mountain you know that they're they're strong and you know they they you know look we even like we even bent this mountain to to pay respect to our gods i mean mm-hmm. the greeks never had a temple that extravagant um 
I mean, does what do you? I mean, when you see it as a status, do you? I mean, do you, I mean, do you? Does it like a tear come to your eye? No, a tear. A tear doesn't Kyle, come did, to my eye. Kyle, did you ever eye. use the tears for lube? But no, but but I will tell you, like I have Liberty thought of lube. the fact that the libertarians, a lot of us have, or a lot of the party has this like anti-government streak and anti-flag streak, and I thought. Hey, you know, it would probably help us. It, it certainly wouldn't hurt our chances to be a little more patriotic, you know, to get some American flags up on the stage and, and to be a little more just, you know, we care about the country and we're, we're for America and pro-America. Not, not, not to the extent of full national, like the crazy nationalism, but like Ron Paul, you know, he would wear an American flag pin and put his hand on his heart during the national anthem and stuff like that. Like you don't want to be perceived as... Yeah, you don't want to be perceived as anti-America. That's that's a losing um, political strategy. So, I mean, if if this is the sentiment and this is what people want and this is what they respond to, you know, you can you can kind of you know take pride in the in the positive aspects of America. You know, the the values like liberty. I would say number one is an American value, and you can say, hey, we got to get back to what we used to stand for: freedom, liberty, small government, low taxes. Get the get the government off your back and uh, America. <laughs> so you you could make How's it that stand out for. So far? You could make well, we don't do it, but I'm saying it would be a good idea if we did. You can make it stand for whatever you want to make it stand for. You know, it, it's a it's a flexible thing. So it's like hope and change. It's like like instead of being like anti plantation, <laughs> right? You just want to be like maybe have the masters. You know, like be respectful to the master and say you love the plantation. You just think that, you know, we want to get back to, you know, a, you know, slightly fewer lashes and, uh, and you know, back the good, the good old days uh, yeah. of, on the plantation. But this yeah, well, uppity, this uppity slave rebellion shit, that's not going to get us anywhere. Well, you want to you want to win the election and, and, you know, being a little patriotic is, is, is going to help you do that. If you're yeah. if you're running for overseer. Yeah, yeah, which which well, we which we are. I mean, as 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 candidates, that's we're we're running to uh, to be leaders, to be the, the leaders of this society, and to, and to change things for the better. Well, I mean, okay, well, doesn't it seem though? There's like, you know, there are a ton of people on the left that are trying to like, you know, use this cancel culture to like just like say like all American history is horrible, you know? It, it's like, and then maybe like push us towards some sort of like you know, like Marxist system, you know, that's, you yeah, know, that, I don't, I don't know yeah, what I mean, their I mean, deal is. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Hey, if well, you love your statues, I think if they're on a public square, they're technically available for homesteading. Take that statue home. Okay. <laughs> Put <laughs> it in your private museum. It. Worship it with your friends. Do whatever you want to do with that statue. Right? There's no I'm reason gonna, that shit should I'm be. I'm just gonna start be, dropping off statues at Jared Schneiderman's house. Right? If you if you love it, if you think it should be protected, then protect it. If you think it should be chucked in the river, chuck it in the river. Who cares? Well, I mean, I think I think there's just there's a general there's a gen, you know to your point, Matt. I think the there is a general tenor of like everybody has to be infallible. History is, you right. know, everybody, everybody has a flaw. And then we're just going to completely exploit the flaws of this person 
and abandon all context and abandon the entire, you know, all of history for this thing, whatever it is, right? I mean, you can, you know, we, we look at people like, uh, you know, uh, Ulysses S. Grant, he owned slaves, but he had turned around and ended up being a rather large pioneer for civil rights as American history goes. Um, you know, Robert E. Lee, similar thing. I'm not defending them as what they, you know, it through the, through the lens of 2020, I'm saying they were men of their time. It is what exactly. it is. Right now, we're all doing a bunch of shit that's going to yeah. really piss off people in 100 years. It is. I, well, I mean, they're just going to be like, why, where did this go? You know, and they're just going to Put them in a museum. It. Why not yeah. put them in a museum? Isn't that where right. they should? Well, I think, yeah, I mean, when, as far as like statues, I, I don't see the need to have like statues outside right. of a specific right. like monument, you know, or a specific area, museum place where it can be it doesn't need to be on like the public square yeah right. like no, like no public statues you know because yeah, public statues are like you look, really shouldn't like, yeah, like there's a statue of ray lewis outside of you know the fucking mt bank stadium but well i i mean that's a bad example because that's what about what if a statue is really for, ugly I've seen some really ugly statues. Well, yeah, there's like, that one. That's just in- a freaking eyesore. You might have to walk by that every day, even if you like the 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 subject. But I think, but it's a, you know, but the My- issue is is trying to sanitize history, right? I mean, it was ugly and it was nasty, but it happened, and it's part of what what is today, for better or for worse. And you know, it, you can you can look at it in terms of where you know the way Kyle looks at it is you know, hey, roses from the thorn brushes. Or just a bunch of thorn brushes, but it's still a living thing. And you know, to to that end, trying to sanitize it, I think, is the issue for me. Like, I, I can't get behind that aspect of it. I can't get behind the fact that you know, you know, you're trying to pull Laura Ingalls Wilder's books from you know from, from libraries because she said you know she dropped n bombs or right. you know or or used the inappropriate you know terms for right. black people in her literature. But it's like she and that was goes in deeper the than statues. And, Right, but it's right. but it's still like, but it's like, she's she was writing in the late eighteen hundreds, like yeah, I mean, Mark Twain was arrest, you know, like I mean, that's who they were at the time. That's part of the context of history, you know. So it's like the idea of you know of us trying to sanitize it rather than try to watch the progression and the lessons that were learned and the changes that took place and you know and the efforts that were made by people in the in the face of those things. You take away the heroism of the heroes of that time when you diffuse the, you know, the events. You know, when you try, when you say, "I want to sanitize history and take out and take out slavery," you then dilute and erase the abolitionists, right? Because they were not abolitionists if there's no slavery. So, like, there has to be both for, you know, there has to be the villain for there to be the hero, and you have to, you kind of, and they're people, so they're both at the same time, at any given time on the, on the timeline to any given group of people. So it's like, there's, it is more than just, you know, this is a bad guy, this is a good guy, and we need to cleanse everything out. And, you know, I mean, to me, it just seems well, like- What about Mount Rushmore specifically, though? It's, it okay. was a perfectly good mountain, and then some people <laughs> came along. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I, I consider Mount myself Rushmore a nature built? lover. And no, when, was it, when was it built? When was it built? Like, when did it happen? Because that's the thing. That's the thing. There are, so going back to the statues, a lot of these uh, Confederate statues that people are upset about were actually constructed in the early 1900s, you know, almost, you know, a hundred something years after they were actually, uh, after these people lived and they were constructed during the Jim Crow era, right? So they were 
constructed as sort of racist um racist monuments you know at least that's that's the argument so well and there are also so many of these are just monuments to to war and paying tribute to the to the to the war uh, right but what i'm saying the warfare state let me finish and, my point though my, my point is like some of these things look i mean they're in greece i'm sure there are a ton of statues in, of ancient greece that are that are for warlords right but like we wouldn't want to go tear them down because they're like fucking greek ancient greek history you know, like they're, yeah. they're, they're part of ancient green history. And it's like, yeah, do they glorify warlords? Yeah, sure. But it's like, it's a relic. Like it's a fucking piece it's of artifact, ancient right? artifact. Yeah. So like, right. Right, but once, so like if, once those artifacts became private property, they were finally able to be protected. Well, know, of correctly. course, I'm all for, for right. privatizing everything. But, so, you know. so I think yeah. the key is if you want to preserve these artifacts of history, like the statues and the temples, Right, like, yeah, it needs to get out of out of the street, and it needs to get into your private museum. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that really can make sure everybody's happy with this issue. And and there's no, I don't want to see the the statues destroyed if if they're even for just the artistic value um, alone is you know might uh, justify their you know existing somewhere. But yeah, well, I mean, if you're you know to to Jared's point, right, the if you think about the time period in which it was. These, these statues came about around the same time that the American flag became a thing and the Pledge of Allegiance became a thing. All of that was to treat a very demoralized uh, and fragmented United States. If you consider that the Civil War only ended in, what, 1865, right? Yeah. So, it was, what, so it's like 35 years prior, 45 years prior. So, I mean, my lifetime ago is when, you know, fr from that point, when these monuments were being made, it was, yeah, they were propaganda pieces to revitalize patriotism and get people out of that funk of, you know, of, of the, of the revolutionary war. And I think it did. I think it took a huge toll on the morale of the country, the civil war, um, and people still remembering what that was and what went down and the, the, the gritty details of it and, you know, on both sides. And so, yes, those things emerged, but knowing that, right, knowing that those artifacts were there as a means of treating that kind that malaise um, and that funk that the country was in unto itself speaks to the era and the time speaks to the, the the state of mind of the country at that time and you and I can look at it and be glib toward it because it's like I have no emotional connection to a statue of Robert E. Lee. I couldn't care less. I mean, although I will say that I do have somewhat of a sentimental connection to the Robert E. Lee car, right? From Dukes of Hazard, And I'm a little bit put out by the baby with the bathwater. I can't, you know, you take down Robert E. Lee, you've taken everything down with Robert E. Lee. And yeah, so that you means can't I can't even have the Dukes, Dukes of Hazzard, Hazzard, you know? Well, yeah, but I mean, like, like Robert E. Lee was actually like pretty fucking cool. <laughs> like um, from, no, 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 seriously. Oh, oh we're now seriously. banned. Now, now we're banned. Robert no, but, e. Lee is cool. Somebody no, make no, a but, meme of that. Oh shit! Is that going to be the podcast title Fuck. now, Matt? There's a no, no, no. But here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. But like Robert E. Lee, he, he was actually asked to be the general of the Union, right? He was asked to lead the Union Army by Abraham Lincoln, and uh, Robert E. Lee said, "I'm sorry, I'm a I'm a Virginian before I am an American." Because that, when you when you go back to America during that time, it was literally like the United States. A state is a country, so it's like you know, like all those states in the country at that time were like their own country. Nation states, that's right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Exactly. So they were asking Lee to go against his own country and, and perform treason, you know, and, uh, and from what I've read about Lee, and I've heard this from a lot of people, he was actually against slavery. And uh, I, I believe he's also been quoted as saying that he wished that he owned all the slaves in the South. And if he had, he would have freed them all and uh, prevented the war if that would have did it. But nobody believed that like freeing the slaves would have ended the, ended the war. So, like, um, actually, Abraham Lincoln said that um, if he could preserve the Union without freeing one slave, he would do it. That was your boy, Abe Lincoln. Right. You know? Boy, Hiles boy. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, like, honestly, like, like, you know, I have way more respect for Robert E. Lee than I do for Abraham Lincoln. It's once again like the Robert E. Lee. He's the yeah, like, guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Robert E. Lee. Right? Robert like, E. Lee said. Let's Robert E. Lee said, let's "Compare other uh, tyrants to Abraham Lincoln." Yeah, you're, there's. Uh... I mean, I mean, well, if, if you look at like Lysander Spooner, who uh, I, I think everybody in this uh, on this podcast besides Kyle should adore him. You know, <laughs> like yeah, Robert, uh, like Lysander Spooner was a uh, fucking. He was an abolitionist. Well, prior to the Civil War, he was writing books about how slavery was immoral. He wrote the unconstitutionality of slavery, but when it came to the Civil War, he was actually on the side of the South. He was an abolitionist, but he wanted to see the South secede from the Union. Right. So, I mean, that's I mean, dude, history's been rewritten at this point. You know, we just know what uh, you know what people are trying to tell us. You know, um, I I don't know. I I don't really believe it all, and I, I do think there there are a bunch of leftists that are trying to like cancel culture, like eliminate a bunch of American history to say like oh while we're at it we'll just get rid of your fucking first amendment because we don't believe these people don't believe in freedom of speech and these people don't believe in the right to bear arms these people do not believe in freedom period but sanitizing the past doesn't fix the future just i mean that there i mean logically speaking okay i mean every anyone on this panel will agree that you know if, if they could eradicate all forms of racism from the planet with the snap of a finger, they would absolutely do it without question or hesitation. The issue is, is that by erasing the history, you do nothing for the future. In fact, you erase every lesson, you erase every, you know, every relic, every artifact, every, every piece of evidence that teaches the lesson against racism. And so, you know, in the effort of getting rid of it, they are essentially going to promote it in future generations through, through resentment, through, you know, through, uh, through, through cancel culture and blinding people to history you're not fixing anything for the future. You haven't laid the groundwork for anything. You're, you're, you're fucking around with the past because it doesn't require anything of you. It doesn't require any real change, any introspection, any real sort of rebellion. It's literally just vandalism and then you're done, you know? And it's like, that's the laziest shit at the end of the day if you're really trying to fix an institutional problem, you know? Hey, so totally, totally. Um, guys, we're out of time. We're going to head on over to After Hours. If you want to check out our After Hours program, uh, we're going to continue it from here. Just head over to patreon.com and for a minimum of $1 per month, you'll gain access to our After Hours program. Um, we also have t-shirts over at uh, libertariancountry.com. If you type in the code PRL, you'll receive a 10% discount. If you spend $50 or more and use the code PRL2, you'll receive a 20% discount. This podcast is brought to you in part by Conversations About Freedom podcast hosted by Moral Bob. Until next time, live free. We're done. Statism's good break with the blood that is shed. Stretching the flags on the tax bombs in red. Voices by a few at the expense of the many. Soldiers and cards in the death machine.
That's the way.